0: This morning, I'm going to read you chapter 2 of my book. The title of this chapter is The Power of a Prayer Journal. For Christmas in 2005, my Uncle Gino gave me a notebook. Inside the notebook was a letter from him that explained all about spiritual journaling or prayer journaling. I had never done prayer journaling before, and my first thought was that it was for people who were holier than me. I am sure you can start to see this reoccurring theme in my thoughts. I tend to feel like I'm not holy enough to do all the different things. I'm not sure why it took me so long to realize these ideas could be a path to become more holy. In the letter, my uncle listed four benefits to prayer journaling. These are deepening your relationship with God, helping you to see God really does answer your prayers As you look back and see it in your own writing, time after time. Increasing your confidence in God as you take things to Him in your journal. Having someone to go to and unload on anytime, anywhere, who can truly handle it. All of this sounded amazing. I was always looking for some ways to deepen my relationship with God. What if I do it wrong? What if I say the wrong thing? These questions popped into my head. I decided to try it anyway. What was the worst that can happen, right? I made my first entry on January 11th, 2006. This is how I began my first entry. I've written in a journal before, but not regularly, and not a prayer journal. I don't know if there are certain rules, but I will write what I am thinking. I am sure that I will get better and more focused with practice. Then I started to write about my day. The first day, I wrote four pages in my new journal. I was so excited to start this new practice, and I felt great afterwards. I would love to say that from that day on, I spent 10 to 20 minutes a day writing to God in that journal. Unfortunately, that was not the case. I just took out that journal to check how often I wrote in it. As I remembered, it wasn't often. It turns out, after that first entry on January 11th, 2006, my next entry is on June 4th, 2010. What? I did not write in my prayer journal again for another four years. In case you had any illusions that I had it all figured out and the spiritual thing came easier to me, I don't. And it didn't. I wrote in my journal for a few days in June, and then not again until September. Then it was once in September, once in October, and once in December. Just to give you an idea of how inconsistently my journaling was. My journal had 44 pages, and it took me until June of 2017 to fill it. In spring of 2017, I attended a retreat sponsored by the Military Council of Catholic Women. I'm not sure exactly what was said at this retreat to give me this conviction, but I came home from the retreat with the conviction that I needed to turn to God for help with my family issues. I struggled with parenting our three boys as they were very strong-willed, and Tony and I could not seem to get on the same page. Our marriage was also struggling. I had read almost every parenting book out there, as well as many marriage books. A thought came to me at that retreat, that I was looking everywhere but to God for answers. I wrestled with this thought because I had been praying to him all along the way. What I heard in response to my question was I was spending more time trying to come up with my own answers Then I was spending time trying to hear God's answers to my prayers. Wow, that was not what I was expecting to hear. When I got home from this retreat, I made a resolution to get up before the kids each morning and write in my prayer journal. Write to him and let him know all that was going on in my life. I know that he already knows what's going on, but it's nice when we make the time to talk with him about it. You may know that your children went outside to play on the playground, but wouldn't you still love to hear them explain what they did out there in their own words? Talk to God about your day, your wins, your struggles, and anything else you want to talk to Him about. I believe it makes God happy when we make the time to talk with Him. He is our Father, and He wants to talk with His children. I got up almost every morning after that retreat and wrote in a journal. I talked about my day and what things were going on in our family. I thanked God for whatever I could and I asked for help in the areas I needed help in. I was so thankful I was able to have that discipline to get up early each morning and do this. It was such a change from my past attempts. From June 2017 to September 2017, I filled a whole journal. I felt a great sense of peace while I was writing in the journal daily. I did feel my relationship with God deepening. It's similar to having a best friend you can talk to every day. I have heard from many sources that writing is good for your soul. Think how much better for your soul it is when you're writing to your Heavenly Father. There are so many different techniques to prayer journal, and I have tried a few different ones. While writing this chapter, I looked back at some of my journals and was reminded of the different formats I have used. There is no right or wrong way to start a prayer journal. You can just get a notebook and start writing. I hope you do that. My wish for you is to get a notebook, any notebook, and just start writing. The only reason I'm writing this part is because I know I like to have directions. I like to have an example of at least one way someone else did it so I can get started. If I am just told to do something without an example, sometimes I get stuck trying to decide how to start, and then I never start. The first type of journaling I did was just writing whatever came to my mind. I would write as if I was talking to someone sitting next to me. I would write about my day and what I did the day before. I would write about what I had coming up that day or anything I needed prayers for. I would also list any prayer requests I had received from others. If I happened to be struggling with anything, and let's be real, I always was, then I would talk about that and ask God for his help. I would ask for his wisdom in a certain circumstance or his patience or strength to make it through, whatever I felt I needed on that particular day. Or in that particular circumstance. Sometimes I would write a few pages and sometimes I would fall asleep after writing a paragraph. It doesn't matter. I truly believe that God loves our desire for holiness and he loves any attempt at trying to grow closer to him. The next type of journaling I learned from Dynamic Catholic. I have received it on a prayer card with most of my orders. Also the description is in the book, The Four Signs of a Dynamic Catholic by Matthew Kelly. Here is the process from Dynamic Catholic. Number one, gratitude. Begin by thanking God in a personal dialogue for whatever you are most grateful for today. Number two, awareness. Revisit the times in the past 24 hours when you were and were not the best version of yourself. Talk to God about these situations and what you learned from them. Number three, significant moments. Identify something you experienced today and explore what God might be trying to say to you through that experience or person. Number four, peace. Ask God to forgive you for any wrong you have committed against yourself, another person, or him, and to fill you with a deep and abiding peace. Number five, freedom. Speak with God about how he is inviting you to change your life so that you can experience the freedom to be the best version of yourself. Number six, others. Lift up to God anyone you feel called to pray for today, asking God to bless and guide them. And number seven, finish by praying the Our Father. I would look at my day and go through these six steps in my journal. Sometimes it would just be a sentence for each one, Sometimes it would be longer. I think it's important to note that in step two, it says to notice where you were and were not the best version of yourself. I think when we look back over our day, it might be easy to think about all the times we might have missed the mark, especially if we are a spouse or a parent. We can usually see all the places throughout the day when we could have been better. Maybe we yelled at our children, or lost our temper with our spouse. I think it's important to examine these and see how we might be able to respond better next time. However, I feel it's just as important to look at the things we did right today. How many times did we want to yell, but we didn't? Did we go outside and play with our child, even though we really wanted to stay inside and read a book? If we only focus on the negative, we might start to feel like all we do is mess up. However, when we are also looking at the things we did right, we see we are not the terrible person we thought we were. If we know we are doing some things right, we can try to increase the number of times we get it right and decrease the number of times we get it wrong. A third type of journaling I did came from a book called Consoling the Heart of Jesus by Father Michael E. Gately. He presented this method as an examination of conscience. I went through these steps before bed and I wrote about them in my journal during this period of journaling. You would begin by putting yourself in the presence of God. Then follow the steps in the acronym BAKER, B-A-K-E-R. B is for blessings. Spend the most time here praising and thanking God for the blessings of the day. A is for ask. Ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten you so you can recognize your sins. K is for kill. It was our sins that killed and crucified Jesus. Search for commissions and omissions. This means what did you do that you shouldn't have done and what didn't you do that you should have done. E is for embrace. Be sorry for your sin and allow Jesus to to embrace you with the rays of his mercy. And R is resolution. Look ahead to the next day, anticipating potential pitfalls and opportunities. I would think about each step and write the things that came to mind. I would think about all my blessings for the day, all the things that I had to be grateful for, and I would write them down. Then I would write in my journal... Although you could just say it if you wanted. Holy Spirit, come down and show me my sins. Or, Holy Spirit, show me all the ways I have sinned today. And then I would write down anything that came to mind. For the next step, I would tell God I was sorry for my sins and ask Him for His help to keep me from sinning again. Next, I would picture God's rays of mercy shining down on me. And finally, I would think about the following day and write down one thing I could do to help it go smoother and to be a better version of myself. Just that intentional few minutes of planning I found to be very helpful. Another way a lot of people use their prayer journal is to read a Bible verse or chapter and then talk to God in their journal about what the verse said to them. They explain what it meant to them or what they thought of when they read it. Maybe you could relate that scripture to whatever you were going through on that particular day. I think you would be surprised how the same scripture verse can speak to you differently depending on what you're experiencing at the time. You could also read a daily devotional. You don't have to buy a book. They have some online. After you read the daily devotional, You could write your reactions to it in your journal. Also, some devotionals have questions at the end of them. You could answer these during your journaling time. Hopefully these examples show you that there are many different ways to do prayer journaling. I have used many of them at one time or another. Currently, I'm writing a letter to God each day. I begin the letter with, hi, dad, good morning, father, or some variation of this. I did not feel comfortable when I started referring to God as dad as it felt informal and even disrespectful however he is our dad and I believe he longs for a deep and intimate relationship with us so I have grown comfortable with addressing my letters in this manner you may not and again that's great we are all on our own journey no two journeys will be the same God made us perfectly equipped for our own journey You know what you feel comfortable with and what you don't. He loves you because you are you, not because you are trying to be like someone else. Just be yourself right from the heart and I bet he will love it. That concludes chapter 2 of my book, Total Trust in God's Safe Embrace. I hope you enjoyed it and if you haven't already checked it out, I hope you'll do so. It's available on Amazon. I hope you all have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day.